Sports Central with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. So much has happened in the Tokyo Olympics and history was made over the weekend. But to tell me a little bit more about this, I've roped in Ahmad Akhtar. He's the former broadcast journalist at Fox Sports Asia. Ahmad, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, Adrian. Uh, always uh, glad to be back on the show. Yeah, and I say history was made because a certain Alexander Zverev not the man that we were expecting to go on and win gold at the Olympics. He beat Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. You'll, of course, have more on that. But he becomes the first German man to win a singles gold medal in the Olympic Games with victory over Karen Kachtov. Tell me more about the final first. Yeah, you know, um, just, you know, before that, I just want to preface uh, the discussion about the final with you know with this uh, historically tennis players haven't always considered Olympic gold on par with winning Grand Slams, but uh, this is going to be an achievement to remember for for Alexander Zverev. You know, from a nationals perspective, like you said, he's the first German to win a gold medal in the singles uh, since Steffi Graf actually back in 1988 at the Seoul Games. Uh, Boris Becker and Michael Stich won gold in the doubles back in 1992 in Barcelona. From a personal perspective, this will be huge because he's obviously yet to win a Grand Slam in his career. So this performance in Tokyo may be the start of something amazing in his career, uh, maybe a watershed moment moving forward. The match in itself was pretty anticlimactic. You know, uh, he defeated Karen Kashinov of the Russian Olympic Committee 6-3-6-1. A contest took just 79 minutes. And, you know, amongst the tennis, tennis fraternity, Zverev is the player known to hit the ball hardest and with the most power. And he's often not lived up to his potential. But this will serve as a reminder to the rest of the field of the incredible talent that he possesses. Funnily enough, there were a handful of anti-Olympic demonstrators, I don't remember if uh, you recall seeing that, who marched their way onto center court through a bullhorn. But Zverev was able to maintain his composure throughout that rather brief encounter. He struggled as well with personal issues and a rather messy change of management the last few years while also dealing with, you know, the pressure of being called out for failing to close big matches, choking in the big moments, uh, mental weaknesses. But, you know, he himself said that, the, you know, gold medal for him at the Olympics, the value is incredible. You know, it's the biggest sporting event in the world. Um, there's nothing compared to it. And he actually said, yeah, it's, I've got this golden thing around my neck. Uh, and it's not one of the 50 gold chains that I normally wear. So, I mean, the magnitude of this is not lost on him. And and you mentioned it as well. I think what makes it even sweeter is the epic semifinal victory he earned uh, over Novak Djokovic. Yeah, more on that in just a bit. You did mention how, you know, he choked under pressure. If we just rewind to 2020, the U.S. Open final, he was up against Dominic Team, and he won the first two sets, but, you know, couldn't see it through. So this moment is just that much more precious. Let's talk about the semifinal now. He faced Novak Djokovic in what was meant to be the perfect opportunity for Novak to go on and, you know, claim this golden slam, only becoming the second person after Steffi Graf. But what went wrong for Novak? Yeah, you know, Zverev has ultimately ended Novak's dream of attaining what was a once-in-a-lifetime shot at the golden slam. With regards to Djokovic, you know, the post-mortem has already begun. You know, many are wondering if the physicality of this year caught up with him during these games. Uh, he was one of several players who did complain early on about the heat wave-like conditions on court. Many players struggled to finish their matches, um, even on the women's side. But look, against Zverev, you know, a semi-final of a big competition. He was up 6-1 in the first set. You'd honestly expect Novak to win that 10 times out of 10. 
from that position. But Zverev just had different ideas that day. It was really a shock. You know, his serve was on song. I think Djokovic said afterwards that he never got a look in at Zverev's second serve um, after that first set. And, and you know, really, I, I don't know if it's the conditions. I don't know if it's the wear and tear. I mean, he is 34, but he's also the fittest man on tour. It's hard to really pinpoint one thing that went wrong for Novak. Um, obviously, it's grueling enough to win the first three Grand Slams of the year. And then, you know, without having much of a break from Wimbledon to fly straight to Tokyo uh, and get down to business is, is never easy, even for someone as impregnable as, as Djokovic. Um, the bronze medal match with Pablo Carreño Busta was just a lung buster as well. You know, two hours, 47 minutes, three sets in suffocating heat. In that contest, he started behind the eight ball. Uh, he clawed his way back to win the second in the tie break. But in the third, he was always on the back foot. Um, he actually saved five match points in the decider, um, but ultimately didn't have much more left in the tank. And then the next day, pulled out of the mixed doubles bronze medal match with a left shoulder injury. So not his serving shoulder, which is quite interesting. Maybe a precautionary move ahead of, ahead of the U.S. Open. And, you know, as we know, plenty of history still lies on that, on that Open. He still has the chance to be the first man to complete the calendar Grand Slam since Rod Laver in 1969. But it remains to be seen whether his physical exertions in Tokyo have any effect on that outcome. If anything, I think Zverev has given the other players, and I include Federer and Nadal in that bracket, a huge confidence boost ahead of proceedings at Flushing Meadows. Yeah, it was just shocking to see him leave Tokyo without a single Olympic medal. I'm sure everyone was just in that same mindset as well. But what a performance by Alex Zverev. All credit where it's due. Elsewhere, Ahmad, in the women's singles draw, goal went to Belinda Bencic. Now, did this kind of shock you or were you expecting this? Honestly speaking, I'm sure it was a shock to her, but maybe not as much to me and, and other fans. For the only reason that we've grown so accustomed to seeing a multitude of different winners on the women's tour in the last few years. I think we had a chat uh, during Wimbledon in which I'd mentioned a stat about there being seven different winners in the last eight Grand Slams or something of that sort. Honestly, you can draw so many parallels between Bencic and Zverev. Uh, like Zverev, she's also 24. Um, she's always been up there in terms of talent. And like Zverev, she's been criticized, or maybe I shouldn't use that word, singled out for not performing at the big stage after dominating during her junior days. Um, but what bigger stage is there than the Olympics? You know, it's, it's, it's a huge turnaround for her. It's the biggest achievement of her senior career thus far. Uh, and also like Zverev, who was Germany's first male gold medalist in the singles, uh, Bencic is Switzerland's first female gold medalist, following in the footsteps of Federer and Stan Wawrinka, who won gold in the men's doubles back in 2008 in Beijing. And if memory serves us or me correctly, the 1992 singles champion, Marc Rosset, many probably will not remember that one, but still a fantastic achievement. Match-wise, you know, she had a really tough battle against Marketa Vondrasova, 7-5-2-6-6-3. The match actually finished at 11.28 p.m. local time. Um, Vondrasova was no pushover. She's a former French Open finalist. She actually looked the favorite heading into the decider, but Bencic broke for 5-3 after taking a medical timeout for a blister and then held her nerve really to serve it out. Uh, And and en route, she took out some really impressive players. You know, this year's Roland Garros champion, Barbara Krejcikova, as well as Krejcikova's opponent in that final, uh, Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova. And then Elena Rybakina, who beat Serena Williams, if you recall, at the French, um, all three matches in three sets. So a truly remarkable performance. And, and let's also not forget, she takes home a silver medal in the women's doubles uh, after making the final 
but unfortunately losing to Krajikova and, and Katarina Siniaka of the Czech Republic, but all in all a fortnight to remember for Benchich. Now tell me more about Marketa Vondrusova. You know, she's had a great tournament, as you mentioned there, but she also managed to knock out Naomi Osaka much earlier in the competition. That's right. She did have a, a wonderful tournament. Um, we can rewind all the way back to that first round where she defeated Kiki Burtons of Holland. Kiki Burtons obviously has been great on the women's tour over the, over the last few years. And she actually retired from professional tennis after that loss. She had an Achilles surgery last year uh, and had decided this would be her final year on tour. So obviously that, that was um, a heartening loss for Burtons, but a big sort of boost of confidence for Vondrasova moving forward. Obviously, as you mentioned, then Adrian, the biggest scalp of them all, overcoming home favorite Naomi Osaka in straight sets. That was quite a surprise. It didn't even go to uh, go the distance in the third round. Uh, and then Alina Svitolina in straight sets in the semis as well. Um, she's still super young. She's 22. Uh, so much more hopefully to come from her. And she'll be hoping to better her fourth round performance at the 2018 US Open when she heads to this year's event in, in just a few weeks' time. Yeah, Svitolina just got married recently as well to uh, Gaia Monfils. And, uh, you know, what a great couple of weeks for her uh, to claim that medal as well. She got uh, bronze at the Olympics. But, you know, Ahmad, overall, in terms of uh, performances at the Olympics, what did you make of the tennis tournament? Yeah, I thought it was a great tournament overall. Um, obviously, I think the one sticking point uh, were, were the conditions I mentioned earlier. It was extremely hot. I think there was sort of an unprecedented heat wave that's come over Japan um, during this summer. And a, a lot of players, I think Vondrasova, one of her opponents, uh, actually retired in the quarterfinal. She had to be stretched off. So, so perhaps that's something that needs to be looked in for future games. Apart from that, you know, obviously we had a few big players missing. Um, Federer and uh, Nadal on the men's side and Serena Williams on the women's side. Uh, Nadal maybe didn't feel it as much that he needed to go, given that he's already won won a gold medal uh, in the singles. But um, yeah, I, I don't think that the competition was deflated in any way. I thought we saw some top performances. Uh, it, it was obviously disappointing not to have the fans, but you know the players really put gave it their all, and, and I think it was a fantastic uh, performance uh, by all the players involved overall throughout the competition. Yeah, very well said there, Imad Akhtar. Great tournament, and now we can look forward to the U.S. Open. So much hype. Who is going to win? Can Djokovic win this career Grand Slam? Of course, the Golden Slam uh, is out the window now, but so much to look forward to. As always, we've been in conversation with Imad Akhtar, former broadcast journalist at Fox Sports Asia. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, and uh, look forward to catching up with you when the next Grand Slam rolls around. Likewise, Adrian. Have a great week. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.